Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here trying to encourage us to be reading God's Word daily, if not more than once a day, as often as possible, and getting better and better at it, and realizing that if we have a hard time reading it, that we just need to keep reading it, it will get better, and to be asking the Holy Spirit to help us as we do it. And yesterday and last week, I gave shout-outs to my kids. And yesterday, I sort of left out something. And as soon as I was done recording, I realized I did, but I was too lazy to go back and edit, so I'll just add it today. I had mentioned a little bit about my youngest, Lindy, and her climbing trees with a chainsaw. She is, in fact, an arborist, although very pregnant right now, so not actually doing arborist work. And then Micaiah, and Levi Micaiah is a paramedic and just got promoted to captain at one of his squads he's out there's a lot of rural and so gets a lot of miles and I think all across the country there's a shortage of EMTs and paramedics so proud of him what he's doing there and then Levi is an eighth grade English teacher and I think there's a special place for those that can do that. So, but he is really good with kids and, and so proud of him too on that. All right. So that I think completes what I meant to say yesterday. And we are trying to do a quick flyover of Leviticus. And so we quickly, as we get into chapter 11 and 12, and really through 15, we deal with all the laws for daily life, purity, and impurity, but it starts off with food laws or clean and unclean creatures. And it's very interesting. If you think about today, we're like, well, that's a no-brainer. But back in the day, there was a lot of things they would not have realized. And so the particulars of what God is showing them is really keeping them from getting sick from bad meat or meat that could be very bad, even with the birds of prey, basically most of the birds mentioned not to eat are birds of prey. The animals that chew cut are good. The animals that don't, you shouldn't. Pigs can be very unhealthy to eat if not cooked properly. And some pigs, like wild pigs, can you're not always sure what they have been eating. So that can be risky. So it is a very interesting read as you go through all of it. And even think about the bugs and with some people today in the world thinking that all of us should be eating bugs, which is crazy, it is actually already for many poor countries in warmer climates, there is a lot of that already being eaten. Grubs and locusts, uh, crickets, grasshoppers can be a great source of protein and calories, but you do have to eat a lot of them, and it's quite... Well, it's quite different. I'll just leave it at that. So it is interesting as as we get through this part of Leviticus, even talking about how we how they were to purify their children and uncleanliness due to skin diseases, uncleanliness due to bodily discharge, and all that leads up to the Day of Atonement, which we'll get into next time. And just some of the things here. You know, as you're reading through this, you might think, well, this is crazy. This is so ancient. But it's really understanding different aspects 
for instance, we'll get into what is what is the real meaning of blood sacrifices. Why blood sacrifices? And then what what are the different feasts and festivals that are covered in Leviticus, which the Jewish tradition continues to this day? Um, so there is a lot of criticism, you might say, that comes or criticism for the Old Testament that comes out of Leviticus and Deuteronomy and Numbers. <clears throat> so a lot of that, some of the things that are in Leviticus, especially in this part right here, are almost word for word again in Deuteronomy, certain parts. And so there's quite a bit of criticism from different people about the Old Testament, but I think they're missing the reality of what this is. So here we have God talking to Moses and Aaron. Many, many times it says, and God said to Moses and Aaron. Now there's a few times where it says, and God said to Moses. And right there when Aaron's two sons are killed, it's the only time where we have actually God speaking to Aaron alone or mentioning Aaron only and not Moses. So these details and these particulars are important. And so for us to ask more questions, why would, why would it be this way? Why would God say that? Why would God create an animal that he doesn't want us to eat? And, and so, you know, some of that has to do with not a perfect creation. It has to do with the fact that when God made everything perfect, we then broke it. We broke it and created death. If you eat of the tree of life, he will bring about death. Well, that death was for the whole planet, for all the animals. And so all of these birds of prey, for instance, are birds that would have been eaten just vegetation because there would have been no death. And you think of some of the insects or even some of the fish. Or are these scavengers that got created or made to be scavengers because of now man's sin? And so a turkey vulture, for instance, is a... Beautiful, beautiful bird from a far, far away. They're huge. They are huge. And but when you get up close to them, they are ugly. Well, they they eat dead things. They help clean up roadkill and things like that. So there's lots of creatures that are sort of the garbage lot of the of the world. They clean up the dead. And they clean up what's decaying. And that's a good thing. But it's also a good thing not to eat them. See? So there's just so much as you look through this. And you know, some of you more, might be more into hunting or raising your own food. And, or even not eating meat whatsoever. Being a vegetarian or a vegan. And I'm not even sure the all the differences between those. But it's knowing what God has placed on the earth for us to eat, why we should eat it, how we get our protein, our energy, how we refuel ourselves, and how God has made that very enjoyable for us. But it's also work. It's work to either make money so you can buy things at the grocery store or to actually grow it yourself or grow it for the world. So I live in a part of the country where there are people that people say that we feed we feed the world. 
and to one degree or another, we sort of do. And here we have, in Leviticus, God showing us, showing in particular Adam and, I mean Adam, Aaron and Moses, what's really important. And, and even breaking down the animal kingdom into what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat, even to the fish. Hey, eat the fish that look like fish that are normal and stay away from shelled fish and other things. And we know now that if you don't cook a lobster or a crab right, that it can be, well, it can be very poisonous or even deadly. And there are other, other creatures like that. So these were things that they may have figured out back in the day. Like, how did they figure out which mushrooms were deadly? <laughs> who, who is the mushroom tester? <laughs> so there's lots of questions to ask. And, of course, at the, at the point where God is meeting with Moses and Aaron, they're in the desert and they're being fed manna every day from heaven. And so there's certain parts of their diet that are being completely taken care of. Oh, I'm sorry. Taken care of. But God knows that there's going to be a day when they're going to be in the promised land. And that's what he's talking about when you settle in the promised land. Here are the things that you need to pay attention to. So what is God trying to show you today that you should be paying more attention to? And maybe what are some things you should be paying less attention to? We're avoiding or getting away from. So as you read through any part of Scripture, it's always good to be asking questions. Where is this coming from? What is what is really happening? What is God saying or not saying? Those kind of things. So God bless you guys. Hope you have a great day. And I will try to wrap up Leviticus in the next couple of days. And we'll move on from that. God bless.